100.7 FM WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight, exclusively by FNM Bank. 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. Right here in Hendersonville, FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlights, Tony Richards. Good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight. This Sunday morning and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock right here on WHIN. Brought to you by FNM Bank at myfmbank.com and also at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard right here in Hendersonville. And our first guest this morning, Hal Hendricks, the director of the Sumner County Health Department. Hal, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Well, we're glad to have you on the program today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm a little surprised you could even carve out a few minutes, so we uh, genuinely appreciate it, because if I could pick the busiest man in Sumner County over the last couple months, I'm pretty sure it would be you. Uh, I don't know if it would be busiest, but I, I think probably one of one of the five or six, I'd say. <laughs> Ken Widener and Greg Miller and me, Anthony Hope, we've all um, spent a lot, of, a lot of time on the phone together lately. Right. So. It's uh, all hands on deck, that's for sure. Um, well, Hal, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first and uh, where you're from, what you've done, and uh, how you came to be the uh, director of the health department. Well, uh, this year will be my 10th year as director of the uh, Summer County Health Department. Um, previous to that, I spent six years as a health educator um, here with the health department and uh, was in all the... Um, the schools across the county, um, doing various educational programs, um, mm-hmm. talking to the civic clubs on um, uh, health initiatives and um, different programs that the health department takes care of. Uh, and then when uh, Mayor Howard Hayes had uh, decided to retire, um, the position came open and uh, she had uh, made some recommendations and uh, I applied and got to move up and um, I could laugh and say doing uh, personnel issues and budgets is, is what every little kid dreams of. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny how we get into things because we love them, and then we end up doing things like, you know, oh, see, i got to get the air conditioner fixed, the toilet's not working, and the budget needs to be done. I, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> it is, it is. But I, I do enjoy it. It's never, it's never dull. I've got uh, 54 staff in the three clinics in the county, uh, Portland, Galta, Hendersonville, uh, I got great people that work uh, with. I say work with me. They don't work for me. They um, they work with me, and uh, we're here to improve the quality of life and the health of all Southern County and Tennesseans. So. Well, you know how we we made it through about two or three Sundays in a row without talking too much about the virus, which was a nice break um, because for the you know seven shows before that, that's all we talked about. So we thought, hey, we better. We better talk about it again, at least a little bit. Yeah. So, in in your wildest dreams, when you took this gig, did you ever think you'd see something like this? No, this is uh, one of those the pandemics. I've heard people say pandemics of their lifetime, and uh, what are we a hundred years uh, removed from the Spanish flu? And mm-hmm. um, you see, I've seen the pictures and and um, the numbers from from there. And you know, uh, was it nineteen oh eight or nineteen eighteen? Uh, somewhere in bad then, so 100, about 100 years or so. But um, professionals that are with the health department um, have, you know, made a, you know, their 30 something years. They've said they had never, uh, you know, dreamed of anything like this. But um, part one of the programs that we do uh, through the Tennessee Department of Health is our uh, bioterrorism, 
planning and what we call mm-hmm. pods or point of distribution. So it's a little bit of... Um, well, did that kind of uh, planning prepared. help a little bit? Just, you know, because, well, it, it's not that you were completely not ready, you know. It's just it was just a, the uniqueness and, and the timing. And this is a, a airborne uh, fluid uh, uh, virus that mm-hmm. uh, something we just had to be uh, a little different than the normal. Uh, we're more... Um, thinking in the lines of a bioterrorism, an anthrax right. uh, uh, release, or uh, smallpox um, is what um, the uh, Department of Homeland Security and um, Tennessee um, Department of Health um, bioterrorism um, have been preparing for. Well, uh, i got to believe there are, I, I believe there are a few things that maybe uh, would work e- for either. Um, you know, not perfectly, but... Were there a few things that you thought, well, you know, we can deploy this, and this is similar, but, but different? Yeah, we, uh, the three pod sites, the Galton High School, Portland High School, Henderson High School, we had, um, had, had prepared and planned and said this is how individuals would come in. This is where they would complete their paperwork. Uh, they'd go through the building, and uh, this is where the medicine would be or the uh, uh, inoculation would, be, would take place and then out the door. What we had to change for is completely staying away from individuals and not transferring paper back and forth and yeah. and possibly contaminated materials. And I'm, I'm I think we you know we're 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 so we're flexible. We think on the the um, the fly. Yeah, uh, we yeah. were able to do that. We said we'll we'll keep people in their car, and we'll go to we'll mask up, we'll glove up, we'll go to car to car, and no exchange of uh, of materials. Um, you know, so this is this is what, what as Ken Weiner keeps saying, this is a great learning experience. So if we ever get into the next um, disaster or, or outbreak or so, we've got experience under our our, our right. wing, and, and we can take care of things. So yeah, I mean, as bad as all this can be, there are certainly some uh, opportunities to learn to come out of it. Yeah, absolutely, because. You know, if, yeah. if something were to happen tomorrow, I'm sure you're just much better prepared um, than uh, just because of the experience of going through this. Yeah, and and learning, you know, okay, what materials, what, um, um, how many cones, uh, orange cones to, that we had to put out, um, how to tr- the traffic flow was was the big thing, um, and I, I know that people would say from the the first event to the second event at the Galton High School that we did. Um, the second one went so smooth and well. Yeah, you know, you don't know what you don't know until you do it. So, and I'm sure that that first law enforcement and everybody was. I'm sure law enforcement and everybody was really helpful. Oh yes, yeah, that was that was great, and that was that was another thing right there. The teamwork between City of Gallatin, uh, Summit County Sheriff's Department, uh, EMA uh, coming along. I mean, we just we've just I thought we you know we've worked all well together. It's just been a teamwork effort and we've we've done um uh, an outstanding job and i'm just i'm just tickled to uh just say, you know say that i was part of that how uh you may not know some of these so i am kind of putting you on the spot and if i am don't worry about it if you don't have an answer that's fine but how many do you know how many tests we've done in sumner county now uh or Greg Morris asked me that roughly we i think we're closer to eight thousand. that's just ballpark I see. Okay. There. What's the what's the scoop on testing from here for the next month or two? How's 
What's the plan well, for that? The health department is still testing, and we will continue to test. Uh, this is individuals. You don't have to have a symptom. If you're asymptomatic, if you feel like uh, you would like to have a test, uh, we've got the um, the mask that uh, the governor has um, given out or, or uh, uh, promised all the Tennesseans, and we just got just unloaded a truck just uh, just a, a while ago. So. Um, so folks want a mask any, if they don't have one they can as long yep, as you don't hoard yep. them you know <laughs> right right just we say we're just picking up enough up just for your family yeah um and if you've got an elderly neighbor or so that that doesn't get out much and you think they need them or grandparents sure. or or so you know feel free, free to pick up a few more than that but um, all three of the clinics ha- uh, have those available plus uh tri-county electric in westmoreland uh mm-hmm. the public utilities office in in portland uh, the utilities, public utilities in Hendersonville, uh, the city hall in Gallatin, and the electric department in Gallatin, and all those have the drive-through. I was, I was again trying to think outside the box and think, okay, how can we get these out to the public without uh, a lot of contact? Space? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the drive-throughs ended up, and all the utilities were just more than happy. They said they'll team up and um, uh, hand those out. So um, I'm delivering um, uh, another load. Uh, today and they ought to be we ought to be good for the week so wonderful well you know it's interesting like you said earlier um you maybe you pick up some if you have some elderly neighbors or something that aren't really thinking about it you know if you, you can't force somebody to use it but hey you know drop it off say hey you know just was thinking about you if you, you may want to put this on and that's fine and you know you don't tell them what to do but you can at least make the gesture and i think that that means a lot because in sumner sadly we learned pretty early on uh not only for tennessee but maybe even the nation how hard this is on the seniors by our our tragic event that we had uh early on but now you know we know more we know a lot more yeah oh yeah and it, uh, i hate to say we 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 were we were out there and, and leading leading the pack and, and and learned quite a bit so um yeah if the more people can just just mentally think all right i'm not protecting um others i'm protecting myself and i'm t- protecting others and we're just going to continue the social distancing um you know keep a mask on when you're in public um and just just stay with what we've been doing um our numbers for the first two weeks of um march i mean excuse me uh, may look real good so we're, we're tickled good. i'm yeah. i'm hoping we uh, we can continue that uh those numbers and um they, they stay steady and, and even drop some more um, through the middle of the end of the month. Well, you know how this takes a lot of coordination, as you'd mentioned earlier, not from just different branches and first responders and things, but a coordination between health department, the state, DHS, and things like that. How much, you know, back and forth are you guys doing in court, uh, communication and things that you have with those kind of departments? Oh, we, um, the EMS... Excuse me, EMA, uh, Ken Wilder opened up the um, command uh, center uh, back in March, and we were at one point uh, a daily phone calls with mm-hmm. numbers. And, and I'm still sending him and Greg Miller our, our, our daily numbers uh, just to, for them to track it and all record keep. Um, you know, you think of all the different agencies and all the departments uh, on, on this phone call was all the police departments across the county, all the fire departments, uh, all the uh, the mayor's offices, um, both the, uh, the the hospitals in Summer County. Uh, there's a lot of communication um, that needs to go, and 
and coordinate and, and know what the left and right hand is doing at the same time. You know, am I the only guy who never heard of Zoom until this thing happened? <laughs> I have. I, I can say I have. I'm an experienced Zoom individual. <laughs> well, you are now, but before yeah. I was just like, what? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and it, and have we uh, we changed uh, the culture uh, in in such a short time? Of, and, and I keep hearing individuals say that uh, some you know some people are going to stay with a Zoom meeting because it's yeah. it's effective, it's efficient, it's it's uh, costly, uh, yeah. it, and it does make sense and. And um, you know, even even well after this is over with, that this could be a a new a new uh, a new norm. Yeah. Well. Um. Hey, Hal. So before we get a, a, to our first break here, we got a few minutes. Can you walk me through if somebody wants a test, what actually happens when they drive up? So because there may still be some people that are nervous about taking one. Um, you know, they're they're just unsure or they don't know because I, I think of the people that are administering them. You know, your folks, people that are working for you, right. they're right out there. And I'm sure, you know, when we didn't know what we didn't know, um, we were probably a little more nervous. But now they're probably like, okay, yeah, we got this. We know how to keep ourselves safe and how to keep the patient or the potential uh, testee safe as they pull up. Well, what we've, we're asking people to do is to call the health department prior um, and we can get some um, just the basic demographic information, name, address, phone number, um, have a few uh, background questions. You know, mm-hmm. are you uh, symptomatic or not? Um, we're doing that at this point. Um, that way that when individuals pull up and in their car and stop, uh, we can expedite that visit and get you out faster. So we've you. already got that on file. Yeah. Uh, so individuals are pulling up, and at each of the clinics we have um, fo- uh, signage and the phone numbers. Uh, there's a sale number where they'll call, and if you pull up and say, I'm Hal Hendricks, I'm in part, slot number three, I'm sitting out front. And they said, Mitch Hendricks, we've got your paperwork, we'll be out just a minute. Okay. Uh, what the nurse will do, we'll, we'll come out and um, talk with you briefly, uh, just to make sure who you are and um, confirm all the information, make sure it's correct. And uh, what we're doing is a what they call a pharyngeal nasal swab, uh, uh-huh. insertion in the, in the nasal cavity, taking uh, tissue and fluid sample there, and that is what is being tested for the uh, the virus in, okay. in the nasal cavity. So it's so, not uh, in the like inside your cheek or anything like that. No, uh, we've ha- we have done some uh, some uh, oral swabs. The majority have been the nasal. But that's more because we know more about the way it's transmitted and uh, through eyes and nasal cavity, correct? Yes, sir. yes, sir, yes, sir. Okay, so then uh, so then they take off. And then, when do yep. they find out what happens uh, as far as the result goes? Right now, we're we're from twenty four to forty eight hours out. Uh, the uh, results come back in, and we have individuals that from the health department will call and um, uh, give you those results. Okay. Um, well, hey, we're up against our first break here. We're talking with Hal Hendricks, the director of Sumner County Health Department, this morning here on Sumner County Spotlight. And we'll come back and talk maybe a little bit more about COVID-19 and then maybe just some of the things that the health department does when there's no pandemic because uh, other business does continue. And we're going to be back here in just a moment with uh, more from Mr. Hendricks and uh, Sumner County Spotlight right after these messages, including our sponsor, FNM Bank, at myfmbank.com. We'll be back in just a moment. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. 
We are back with Sumner County Spotlight this morning, brought to you by FM Bank at myfmbank.com and at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard, talking with Hal Hendricks this morning, director of Sumner County Health Department. So, Hal, um, they've got this sort of, uh, I'm, I guess it's pretty normal in a life cycle of a pandemic, although, you know, we've never been through one, so we don't know. But I'm hearing people just sort of asking me and talking about this antibody thing. And I guess that's where, uh, and I don't want to sound stupid, but I kind of am, um, you know, you can see if you have already had it because you may have had it and never even knew it. How does that all work? And is that going to be a part of uh, things as we go along, too? Or is that a different test altogether? You know, I hear I hear a little bit about that in, in conversation um, here and there, but I, I'm not sure at this point if that is going to be something that, that we're what the Department of Health is going to lean towards or not. At this point, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to speculate, and I'm, not sh- I'm unsure. Right, because uh, I'm assuming which, which direction. as the you know, crisis part of this sort of goes away, and we all hope it goes away soon, um, I guess health departments and Department of uh, Homeland Security and everybody else is going to want to know the global picture. You know, what, what, how many people in America were really affected and didn't know it, and how does that compare with the numbers who got it and who with the numbers of people who passed away and et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, sometimes that's something you got to do at the end of it all, I suppose, right? Right. That's, that's going to be the, uh, one, the one, uh, a next big step. And I, I'm, I'm just going to sit back and just, um, see which way the state and uh, the federal government wants to uh, the data collection on that end. Mm-hmm. So your job, I mean, really, in this particular uh, situation anyway, is is – a data collector, an executor of the directives of of the people we elect, and and et cetera, et cetera. I'm assuming. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, one of the, one of the biggest programs we do is um, immunizations. You know, the child mm-hmm. child immunizations, and um, with school being interrupted this spring, the um, school system generally sets up a uh, kindergarten pre. Uh, Registration in April, right? Which are, they're not able to do this year. Um, so we're going to have a, a lots of kids that are going to try to be ready for school in the fall that are not going to have their immunization records up to date and uh, their uh, school physicals for them to get into Sumner County schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the programs we've got set up to expedite and get uh, parents you know, a little less headache for them and for them to get in and out is we have a immunization record transfer program. Okay. Uh, where where parents can go to the uh, the county website at uh, SumnerTN.org, mm-hmm. click on the health department uh, website under the offices uh, drop down box, and it's the immunization record transfer. The individuals can click on that information, particularly these that are they're new to Sumner County, um, and they fill out that data, and it gets audit, uh, forwarded to my. Uh, uh, clerical staff, and they can go ahead and make sure uh, what records, what immunizations your child is lacking. Um, so okay, just, I see. When they're yeah. when they're already, uh, we, uh, you can call in and say, you know, my child is is going to uh, be in Summer County Schools this this fall. Uh, I'll be ready for for um, school, and we'll be able to say. Well, your child needs to get a physical. If I've not had one in the last uh, 12 months prior to school year, and they're going to, they may be lacking one or two of the immunizations. Uh, and we can go ahead and that's one thing that we're really, we're already gearing up for that July rush. Um, 
that August rush when uh, you know already worried thinking back to school. Right, because so, you basically have two sets of classes you're trying to catch up with. Right, right. Yeah. The, the, these, these. I call them incoming six-year-olds uh, that are coming from uh, daycares and and at home with mom. Uh, they're going to be into Sumner County Schools for the first time this year. And you know, more than ever, we need to think about immunizations and and shots and uh, protecting these kids. Um, and then we'll see what um, uh, what comes down with vaccines you know, in the next you know year or so. Right. Uh, regarding well, so COVID if we if, if there was a, a COVID nineteen vaccine that we come up with in the next year or two, um, this you would be in charge of the distribution of the immunizations uh, at least at the state level uh, if people couldn't get them in their own doctor's office. I'm assuming. Right. Right. There'd be uh, uh, again. That's the uh, uh, our. Uh, uh, our point of distribution, and uh, well, you know, uh, so it would be, be uh, another. That comes up. It would be another immunization program like any other. At that point, it's just who, who gets Correct. it, who's eligible, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. and and I'm 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 hoping that uh, more people this this fall will uh, decide to get the regular flu shot than they normally <laughs> do. I mean, I think you can a, count on that. <laughs> yes, yes. I like. To, I'm interested in that percent of increase. Um, um, what we've had historically over the past few years to see if we can get uh, increase that number, but I do believe we will. So, uh, so how can you uh, work on a, a debunking a old wives' tale that? Because uh, I had a buddy of mine just telling me yesterday that he had a flu shot this past winter and he got the flu right after. I mean, what? <laughs> you know, you never really know. You can't say for sure this kind of thing, but statistics would prove that if you get one, it's better than not. I suppose, or they wouldn't, yeah, be, or they it, wouldn't be doing them. I suppose. Right, right. No, it 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 is a, it is a. Um, I kind of say if you you know just because I'm going two miles down the road to 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 the market to uh, to make a per- quick purchase, I don't need a seatbelt. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you know? And wrecks uh, happen within a mile of the home. Most wrecks. So, right. Yeah, so exactly. you never you never know. Always wear your seatbelt, and I always think I'm going to protect myself. You know, during flu season. Well, and when you look at those stats, because, you know, most Americans don't pay attention to a whole lot of that stuff. We know a lot more than we used to because we're inundated with the news all the time. And we see the toll that the regular flu actually takes on our population, especially the senior population or the younger, uh, super young uh, or weak or pre-conditioned uh, people with uh, pre-existing conditions, things like that. It's a, it's a big deal. It it really affects a heck of a lot of people. Yeah, and and for, and for total population, let's let's uh, think about everybody that we're protecting out there. Um, you know, and it's just a smart the smart thing to do. And it's free most uh, in a lot of places, right? Well, we in the past uh, few years we'd have had a uh, a free flu shot day, mm-hmm. and I'm um, I'm. Don't have any information or anything regarding that right now, but I would uh, would not hesitate to say we we're probably going to do some some big promotions this fall. And, sure, and get people in and, and do the same thing. Well, I think it, you're going to have a much more receptive audience. That's for sure. <laughs> yes, yes, I do believe so. So, um, okay, Hal. So you do a whole lot more than deal with pandemics, which is a once in a career thing. At least we hope it's the only time in your career. Um, Tell us what you typically work on with the health department. It's sort of a an all-encompassing thing. There's the immunization portion. You work with schools. But uh, what are some of the other things the health department uh, helps out with? 
I like to say we take care of you from womb to tomb with birth mm-hmm. certificates and death certificates. Uh, we have a, a breastfeeding uh, promotional program. Uh, we have uh, child health care. Um, of course, our, our uh, mercy uh, preparedness, our, our bioterrorism programs, uh, epidemiology, communicable disease, and foodborne illness investigations. Um, two environmentalists here in Sumner County, and they're, of course, in the restaurants. Uh, they do the Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I'm assuming there's some regulatory stuff you do as well. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Part of their job uh, is the food service establishments uh, and also the hotels, motels, swimming pools, bed and breakfast, child care facilities, uh, the school. That plant is itself. a lot to cover, man. Uh, also the tattoo parlors and the uh, piercings facilities. Right. All those are inspected by the environmental uh, well, thank goodness, because, you know, you want to make sure everybody's doing everything, and I'm sure they all do a pretty darn good job, I and mean, you've probably got great relationships with a lot of our businesses and hospitals and, and people that do any kind of procedures. Yeah, and everybody wants to do the, the right thing. And, sure. And, uh, or so, and we're just uh, there to make, to make sure that uh, they're dotting their T's and crossing their I's. I'm sure so you're seen sure as uh, the enemy sometimes, but... Uh, if they're mad at you, that means maybe they're not doing something the way they should be. I suppose. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's more of a partnership than you know. We're just we're just um, there with them and, and encouraging and 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 ensuring that uh, everything is done correctly. Well, you know, we're a long way from festivals and things like that, I guess. Uh, but let's just say somebody wanted. Uh, you know, a lot of people I think now are reevaluating their careers. You know, because everything's been just so you know, sideways, um, and they maybe were having a pretty good career. They don't have that option anymore. Maybe they've wanted to start a restaurant. Maybe they've wanted to start a food truck. Um, you know, I'm sure there's tons of resources on your website, but, um, you know, it, it, wouldn't it be smart to just call you guys first so if they're not 100% sure what they're doing, you can help walk them through it? Yes, yes. Uh, John and Jeremy, my uh, two environmentalists, would be happy to uh, share what uh, your first steps, what you would need, what requirements are. Um, of course, with building uh, restaurant construction and all, they uh, part of their job is to review the um, the blueprints right. and to ensure that the, the exhaust uh, fans the, and all that good stuff. Are, yes, yeah. all the details are there to ensure the safety, uh, the food processing, and and uh, protection of the patrons. So that's uh, uh, that would be one of the one of the first steps I would do is. Uh, we speak with them and, and start from there and um, check with the Tennessee Department of Health uh, the, the website, and there's some information there that would also educate people and uh, they could start that new career. Yeah, you know, and I think it's uh, even, even to food processing and who knows what else. But, you know, I've always tried to encourage people, you know, because, you know, the government can be kind of scary and they think, oh, God, I'm getting these notices and this and that and the other I think if you just sort of are proactive and realize they, like you said earlier, you're a partner, um, it's amazing how much help that you can get uh, if you do that first instead of finding out later when now I got to move a fan, I got to move an oven, I got to, I've got to, I'm not built, I haven't built my food truck right or whatever. Yeah, and everything we do is for the prote- protection um, of the public, and um, you know, that's that's where our ground is. We, mm-hmm. We're uh, we're the, the the line in the sand to protect the public and and ensure everything is um, is 
quality and, and standards. Yeah, so you, you, you kind of have to do it at the beginning, and then when it's all done, uh, I'm assuming you go back and make sure it was kind of built out the way you thought or whatever. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, that's good. And and festivals and stuff, I'm so, there's a lot of mobile activities. You know, you want to make sure you have gloves and you have running water or some certain basic things. But uh, I'm assuming you have maybe people on site uh, when you need to at, like, Freedom Fest and all these other different events throughout the year just to just to make sure, uh, like you said, people are eating safe food and all that good stuff. Correct. They go and do those inspections. I know that uh, the Wilson County Fair, the, uh, uh, the large number of events uh, or food vendors they have. Um, my two gentlemen from here go over and I believe one or two other counties that they all share to try to get those certified and inspected and, and ready to go. Well, you better uh, tell your guys there probably won't have as many elephant ears this year because <laughs> I, don't know, uh, I don't know when we're going to be able to do that again, but I, I know everybody's uh, chomping at the bit, and when the weather gets warm, everybody's going to want to go out again, and that's that's understandable, but we just got to got to figure all this out first, don't we? Yeah, let's let's be safe now so that we can enjoy tomorrow. How about that? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh from what you're seeing, you said you were pretty optimistic about the numbers. Are you not, we don't want to jinx it, but uh hopefully we're moving in the right direction. Yeah, I feel I feel uh good. We just need to to keep on doing what we're doing. Um whenever people are out in public, let's uh, wear a mask and and if um uh, uh we're not feeling well. We do want to stay away from others and 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 get tested and and uh, you know pr- protect the community. Well, I know uh, you know the million dollar question here before we wrap up our segment here uh, is you know school in the fall. That seems to be the new hot topic this week. Um, you know it's hard to predict. This is going to be up to you know Mr. Holt and Mr. F- uh, Dr. Phillips and and all you know. There's a lot of people are going to give us a lot of thought and do our best to. Uh, you know, see what they can do. I think everybody wants school to open, but we just, you know, we just got to use our head. Yeah, we've got some great people who are just, you know, the safety is their, their number one um, uh, concern, and uh, that's it's some big decisions to be made, and uh, they'll take everything into consideration, and, uh, and we'll uh, we'll do we'll do what's right and protect the community and. And, and and move forward. Well, I agree with you 100%, Hal. Uh, you know, there are good people in good positions, and they're doing the best they can. They, You know, we may not make the perfect decision every time, but uh, everybody's hearts and heads are in the right place, and they're using as much data and science uh, and logic as they can and to keep everybody safe. And we appreciate the job you've done over the last couple of months. I'm sure it's been uh, quite a derailment for you, but uh, clearly everybody stepped up really well, so congratulations, and we appreciate you keeping your eye out for all of us. Well, thank you. I couldn't be more prouder than a, with a group of people that work here at the health department. They've done a, done a great job, and um, it's been um, eight, nine weeks now. We're, um, like I said, I'm just proud of each and every one of them. All right. Hal Hendricks, thank you very much. Director of Sumner County Health Department, you have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Okay, that is Hal Hendricks, the director of Sumner County Health Department here on Sumner County Spotlight. And we're going to come back with our second guest right after these messages right here on Sunday morning on WHIN. Thanks for joining us. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning. I'm your host, Tony Richards, brought to you by FNM Bank at myfmbank.com and also 221 Indian Lake Boulevard. 
And our second guest this morning, Sumner County Commissioner Paul Good. Paul, good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you. Well, good. We're uh, we're actually this is the first interview I've had in person in I don't know a couple of months. Yeah. So I'm glad to be here. Well, we're glad you're here, and we've got a nice piece of plexiglass right between us. So, yeah, the new world. We're all safe. Um, but Paul, you've uh, you were also a Hendersonville alderman. You've you've been around the block a little bit, and uh, you know maybe before we dive in and just kind of see what's on the agenda besides all the COVID nineteen stuff. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and sure. Well, I'm originally from Southern West Virginia. Uh, moved to Knoxville many many years ago, going to school. Been here uh, literally this past January was thirty years in Hendersonville. Um, and I've always been the type to get really active, involved in things, uh, wherever I am. So, uh, I immediately started looking around what was going on in, uh, Hendersonville and Sumner County and started helping certain candidates. I've run a lot of races, uh, over the years, uh, at that point in time, which it seems to be getting more and more difficult, but at that point in time and in the past, you would, uh, you know, get involved in local governments and nonprofits, and uh, that was the best way to have an impact, uh, unless, uh, you know, from one person. And with a lot of hard work, you can have a huge impact. And I've been on the county commission since 2006, so I've been there a while. Um, one of the veterans nowadays. God, I can't believe that's been 14 years ago. It's, it's a long so time. It's a long time. How that's passed. Yeah. Because you, know, you don't look that old. You haven't been <laughs> been on the planet as long as I have. So. Uh, well, I appreciate it. I'll be 53 my next birthday. So, uh, But, yeah, it, there's there's certain things that we've been able to get done there on the county commission that is uh, going to have had and going to have a significant impact uh, going forward in the future, has in the past. Uh, you mentioned Alderman. Uh, there was a vacancy in my ward uh, that was almost a carbon footprint of my county commission district. And at that time, uh, when at that vacancy, the current mayor and uh, board of mayor Alderman asked me if I'd put, submit my name. I did. I was appointed unanimous to be there. Uh, then ran there and won again. Um, and then politically, been involved in uh, a lot of other um, state, local, and federal races. And also one thing I did that uh, got a lot from and was glad to help not only Sumner County, but I've been in all 95 counties, which is hard to do. Very yeah. few people have been in all 95 counties. Yeah. But in 2006, when Senator Bob Corker went into the U.S. Senate, uh, they had asked me to come and help set up the state and eventually become what they call the Middle Tennessee Field Rep. So I was ahead of uh, 55 counties for him and his office uh, for the, his first six-year term. So do you have aspirations to do something on a uh, federal level someday? Because part of that is you know, the ground game, getting to know people, those relationships, and now you know a lot more than you did. I mean, is that something you'd ever? I, honestly, I, I I don't I don't even know. There's no I don't I'm, there's nothing I go. I, I really don't like the politicians personally that you can tell every move they're making is to try to make yeah. another political move. Yeah. Uh, so they're not. Well, that that's pretty much all of them. Yeah, that 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 takes away a lot of them. But there there are some of us that want to get in and want to get a certain few things accomplished. Which uh, I'm very happy with some of the things we've done here in the county with schools with a future new courthouse, uh, uh, a scholarship program that I actually started in Sumner County. A lot of people don't realize this. This was this is probably my most proud moment as an elected official. Now, full-time, I'm uh, you know to make a living, uh, I'm a realtor here in Middle Tennessee. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but um, I started the program called, called Educate and Grow Sumner County in around 2005, 2006. Uh, we had Governor Haslam, was then Mayor Haslam, of Knoxville uh, here to speak for a nonprofit that I was on the board of and, and, and put together called Compass, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. com- that uh, benefits uh, the schools here in Sumner County and um, uh, businesses and puts them together for, and helps students. Uh, but we started a program. It actually started to be truthful in Hawkins County on a small level, but it was a program where the county governments got together with folks and uh, – put money in a fund to guarantee any kid that would meet a certain criteria, which was basically attend school, uh, get a C average, um, and uh, be involved in the community at some level of community service, we guaranteed they could go to Ball State Community College for free for their first two years. And that is, and Governor Aslam said this from the podium, uh, when he first heard that, and at our uh, when we first started it, and he heard about it, he talked about how he was going to do that in Knoxville, which became Knox Achieves, and they did the exact same thing. And then he later is the one that turned it in statewide, which is the program we have today statewide. Well, that's great, yeah, because you never know what that little seed will end, yeah. up, end up looking like. So when you go into something like this, and you you know you had some political experience as an alderman, and then you you know this commissioner thing became available and made a lot of sense for you just from a footprint and everything else um you know you sort of got to be realistic when you go into a situation like that i'm assuming of you kind of have in mind what you'd like to see get done but you know there's other players and you can't just go in and get the will of paul good in there you have to sort of earn that and you can kind of focus on a couple of things i mean did you go in there managing your own expectations you know when i first went to the county commission because I think some people, when they first get in, they have these big, grandiose ideas. I'm going to do this and this and this. Well, you know, yeah, that would yeah. be great, but it just doesn't work. Yeah, and, and, and it's it's not funny, ha-ha, to watch some of those folks do that because some of it, it's obvious. Some of them come there. There, there are some on the commission right now that just think with, by themselves uh, they right. can conquer the world or cause trouble here or there, and, 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 and nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I first ran, I was really running things behind the scenes. I worked on a lot of federal, state, county races. Um and Hank Thompson, a former city mayor here, former county uh, executive, uh, he was the one that really encouraged me and wanted me to run. And in, in a in a seat where it had two long time uh, people that had been there, and no one thought I could win. Of course, you now I won the majority vote there, and I've been there ever since. And it you it is true you the, you're one of 24 in Sumner County, two per district. And uh, so you have to you have to work with people to get things done and communicate. We had many many years. I, I would submit to you, some might disagree, but we had many many years all the way up to around 2010, 2012, to especially 2014 election change where about 16, 17 people changed. Oh lordy! And that and and I I was happy with 100 percent of that change, and that changed the trajectory of unanimously from the things we've gotten done in this county especially since 14. you know the constituencies are the constituents are pretty smart you know uh, they may not get to make the changes they want in the time frame they want but eventually you know hopefully we as voters get it right um but do you think is that is that big is 24 a lot for our size county or is because you know all the growth we had right up until a couple of months ago uh certainly a, a good 
number and representation of what we have, or do you think it, it should be different? It, uh, my personal opinion is it should be different and less today. It's, uh, it's awfully, the more you get, I mean, you don't even have to look further right. than the House and the Senate to see that. You know, get 435 people trying to even ballpark right. agree. What, what happens is the default move goes to the leadership. And then the rest are they're just there to raise their hand once. Right. It's like, and it, it's, what's the point? And it's the same at every level, whether if you're the city of Hendersonville or Sumner County. Yeah. But, of course, it was set up by our state constitution, the U.S. Constitution, and it's all based on uh, population. And geogra- every 10 years we redraw the lines, no matter what, if your state house. But isn't there ever, ever discussion about the structure of it and just changing that? Or is it always, it, oh, well, this is what we can do, we can all gerrymander around a little bit and blah 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 we still have the same structure i'm just wondering you know we just have these it's different it's different in goodlettsville versus different in portland different in gallatin etc etc i know um but it is a it's a structure we're all living with that was created a hundred and something years ago you're you're exactly right i I wish as i said a minute ago i wish it would be brought back up and say hey now with technology and so forth uh, there's no reason it takes the same 24 people or the same 535 people in Congress um, to do what they had to do 200 years ago. Well, and it seems to me, I mean, we can communicate a lot faster, and I mean instantaneously. We can yeah. get things done a lot faster, and sometimes just the way things are structured, um, and all counties, and whether it's Murray and, and Sumner or whatever, are all structured so differently. And I guess that's fine, but do we ever look at it and i it just seems to me you know yeah. and i haven't lived here that long but that every once in a while you're right and every I, 10 or 20 years let's just kind of look at the yeah way it's laid out well I, I think the biggest catalyst that's going to make major change is this COVID. uh i mean uh, no time I, like the present that's for sure if you're yeah, going to restart this is a great time to do i mean it. well i mean i can't tell you the businesses and, and friends that i have that already work from home that, that you know everybody's in a zoom meeting world now and um i never even heard of zoom until then i know Am yeah i losing my mind or was i that out of touch i thought i was pretty savvy yeah like, like zoom what the heck is zoom? yeah I saw in an interview the the guy that started that uh right back when this happened and and he was like he admitted, you know, we had a few people that understood our technology and used it, and then overnight, it was just Zoom is the word of the day, you know. Well, I don't want to cha- mess up your train of thought because you were talking about businesses and the way they they might be doing business. Right. I, well, I'm I just, I just I'm convinced the, the whatever the new normal will be, um, and we all hope and pray to God it comes faster uh, sooner than later. But uh, what what will the new normal be? I mean. Uh, uh, if you can work from home and work from a computer, I think the major- I think a lot of offices are going to be really start looking at, which is going to hurt our commercial world to some extent, which will trickle down to hurting small well, restaurants I, you know, and stuff. I think there's a lot of social consequences that could come to that too. Yeah, that are unforeseen because there's always unintended consequences. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. With anything. Absolutely. Um, but that's interesting, you know, if you think about you know office space and this and that and the other, because you know I. You know, our business is going to do business different than we've ever done. Um, partly because we were forced to, and partly because we look now, what we were doing going, well, that was stupid. Why did I do that? I exactly. I'm not going to do that again. Exactly. Because it was a waste of money, or it didn't move the needle, or it didn't generate revenue, or whatever. Yeah. So I think I think you're right. I, you I've talked to a lot more 
diverse business folks than I do, and I'm sure you're hearing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I, well, I talked to a good friend of mine that's in a, a big corporate building down in Cool Springs that has probably 3,000 people in it, and they've been working, for and, and they're surrounded by little restaurants and stuff that they feed every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, and, and they're literally thinking about not renewing their lease because they've not missed a beat having their folks work right. from home. And if right. they have to have an emergency meeting, they do, but they've been working from home. And it, 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 I think the effects of this, uh, I'm scared to say, uh, and hope I'm wrong that it, it's going to be some people in Washington are sitting there saying they're going to flip a switch and everything's going to go back to normal. I don't believe that. I believe we're years. No, I'm a little worried that. We haven't seen the hard part yet. I'm worried of that too because I, I, we've gotten these, you know, CARES Act things, and it's it's been helpful. But you know, it gives you a false sense that everything's okay because I'm sitting here going, well, you know, if I'm a restaurant owner, um, I'm going to put off some other things because the first thing I have to do is buy food, and then exactly. I have to get my store open, and then when I do, it can only be 25, 50 percent full for a while. That's not going to sustain me yeah. because, as everybody knows, profits are at the margins. It could be that last 10%, which is where they make their dough. Exactly. It's, it's a, and, and we appreciate commissioners like you that understand the challenges that are really going on. And that's, if I, I just wish I could fast forward a year and see if we made it okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If there's ever a time in your life you would like to have a crystal ball to make your own projections for you, your family, your business. Uh, it would be now. I mean, it, it is scary. And, and we get mixed messages coming from uh, the state. We get mixed messages mm -hmm. coming from different states. Well, know, nobody knows. You know, they're all winging it. Yeah. And and that's understandable. I mean, yeah. you can't blame them. They don't, we've never had to deal with this before. Now, I don't want to be all doom and gloom either because right. I think there's some extremely creative positives that are going to come out of this. I don't know what they are yet, but that's pretty typical American. Yeah. You know, we, we really we all, are yeah. good at this. We always bounce back. It's just how, when, how quick is the bounce going to be and what are going to be the positives uh, versus the negatives. Yeah. But, you're, there, you know, there's no question commercial footprints and retail footprints may be completely different. And retail was having some issues to begin with. I, again, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I'm, as, as someone that just dribbles in uh, commercial real estate, I mainly do residential uh, but we, I, I'm from Halo Realty, and we do a huge footprint. Matter of fact, we designed this entire complex we're sitting in. Oh, cool! And uh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it is. Ho hopefully, we'll get it back open soon. But yeah. it's it's scary what the future holds. You're right. All right. Well, we are talking with Paul Good, uh, Sumner County Commissioner, and we're enjoying our chat. And we're going to come back and talk about other things that we can work on. And uh, we've done enough COVID for the weekend. We're all a little <laughs> COVID burnout, and uh, so we'll talk about some other things that are on the agenda. Right after these messages here on Sumner County Spotlight, right here on WHIN. Thanks for joining us. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. And we're back here at Sumner County Spotlight, laughing a little bit with Paul Good, Sumner County Commissioner, who I, the last segment called Good all the time. But, I'm sorry about that, Paul. My one of my oh. best friends' last name is spelled exactly like yours, and I've never known it pronounced as anything but good. Yeah, uh, well, I, I, goody, I guess. Good, I get a lot. I get. Uh, I prefer the good and the goody if it's misplaced. Good, goody, but, good, uh, goody. Trust me, it's. I, I've been called a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the nature of politics. Yeah, it is. Um, On Facebook and Twitter, you can say anything, true or not. That's well, well that's true. Freedom of speech is, you know, that's just the way it goes. 
Uh, they just all have a platform now. Exactly. Um, so, okay, so we've got this group of folks, commissioners. Um, 2020 was like no other year when you were coming into it in January and Feb, and you're like, oh, okay, great. And now, what are we adapting? Uh, you know, we know you're, you're doing Zoom meetings and things like that to get together, and you're still talking as much or more than you probably did before working with specific departments maybe more than you ever have health department et cetera, et cetera. and we had hal on earlier in the show from the health department and uh you know he he's pretty proud of and and, and as i know you are of you know sumner has really handled this pretty well now you know sadly the the, the nursing home thing was a lesson learned uh, a sad lesson learned by all of us um, nobody can really just take the burden of that but i do think it helped statewide and nationally to be honest because now it's like wait a minute let's focus there with those vulnerable folks and and i think people are because in a large part because of what we there is absolutely no uh, question about it ken widener uh, that is on our emergency team here in sumner county chief miller uh, those two collectively um, uh, and Ken has been through almost every disaster. As a matter of fact, I think it was the tornado of 2006, uh, and I may be off on that year. I mean, it was a, the, one of the worst we've ever had. We actually had three or four people killed in Sumner County, mm-hmm. and that's the one that went through Ball State. Uh, Hank Thompson that day created the position of Ken Weiner because Ken did such a great job. I do think, and I agree 100% with you, um, uh, because of the leadership, uh, the partnerships, you know, all of our ambulances belong to Sumner County, but we share in, so all those buses, if you will, sit, if they're in Hendersonville, they sit in the Hendersonville Fire Department for the most case. If they're in Gallatin, they sit in the Gallatin Fire Department for the most case. There's other ones that are moved around the county in different ways and have their own spots, Portland and so forth. Um, but it is a, a major collective act of, and when there's a national disaster, you know, people from all over the country that have teams available to go somewhere, uh, Sumner County is one of the first they call. I don't care if it's Florida. Well, that's what I think. And, yeah. you know, it's hard not to say that because, you know, we're from around here and we're proud of it. But the reality is it is true. It's not something that you're just saying because you're from here. Right. No, it, it, it is. We um, seem more prepared. What, we just do. And I don't know if it's the relationships because you guys have all worked together for a long time or the cooperation. But and, – and not that Davidson had, hasn't done a pretty good job with the tornadoes. I mean, they've been hit left and right. Um, but there's – it didn't seem to shock us as much. It, you, you know, you're, you're exactly right. We, we have um, – it doesn't matter, like I said, if it's Texas, Florida, uh, all the disasters in the last county. Sumner County is one of the first teams that they call to say come and help. And then we normally get a good wrap-up. now. And, and, of course, the majority of that time we're also reimbursed our costs from FEMA. Right. And um, but we do have those uh, that re- re- uh, reputation, if you will. I mean, if there's an incident on the lake in Wilson County, in the river, in Davidson County, uh, uh, some our guys are some of the first people they call to say, "Get your boats, come and help," or or whatever the and disaster. That's, what, that's what's kind of weird about it because you know a lot of counties, <clears throat> you know they'll, eh, we got to do that disaster prep, and, you know, and I get it. it it's not exciting it's not sexy it's not fun you think it's never going to happen to us but we've always taken that stuff seriously in sumner and and have had sadly to use it more 2006 then you got the floods in 10 and then you got tornadoes and we've got 
uh, a pandemic, we're we're ready. Yeah. And and Hal had even mentioned earlier in the show that this is prepped for other things that you know you've had to sort of adapt on the fly as far as immunizations and and different things that these kind of come up. Um, much better prepared. Yeah, I, I would really encourage you if you haven't, you may have already done this. So stop me if I'm, but, but Ken Widener. Uh, or Chief Miller, uh, you ought to have those guys on. And boy, if you could ever go up and visit uh, our emergency management building and buildings and our 911 center, it will floor you. And, I mean, and I, I compare it to places like Nashville that are twice our size. Yeah. And we got and, the new digital system; it's been up a year or two now. Yeah, right? it, 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 it's it's it, we've we've invested. We've seen the headaches and the deaths and the emergencies, uh, unfortunately, as much as many in Middle, Middle Tennessee. Uh, and we've turned around and listened to our guys that we have the good relationships with, like Ken and, and others, uh, and, and we've invested into it. I mean, we have critics that say, quit spending money on this or quit spending money on that, but we're, we're, we're the ones they come to. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it might be Summer County Spotlight road trip time because yeah. we've interviewed Chief Miller and everything, but we've never been to the epicenter, you know. So it, it, it's, a, nice it's a sight to see. And, and, and check those things out. Yeah, it's a sight to see. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's a good thing and we're certainly prepared not for everything but I'm, i know we all try real hard and the cooperation has been great so um what other things are on the the plans uh albeit delayed and things that we've wanted to do or that the commissioners have wanted? you know the two uh i would there's two major uh, projects that are underway and um with a couple others uh, in the background of course everything in this world comes down to funding uh but the, Which is the really questionable yeah that's right well you know we you say it is uh i'm i'm so proud of this commission and what we've done since about 2014 we have budgeted to put ourselves if you look around middle tennessee uh, nashville williamson county again wilson county again a lot of those guys are looking for that saying because of covid they're gonna probably have to have a tax increase yeah we're nowhere near that right. uh we planned and budgeted in the past for a disaster so we have the reserves unless some second wave comes and uh, of something really bad but to invest in the infrastructure which you were doing and to be able to set aside rainy day stuff exactly great. but you know you don't want to have to use it if, if, if you don't need to right so it's you still want to keep that there i know as long as you can and use every other option before you go dipping into exactly Back to the projects, we, you know, one of the pr proudest I've been involved in is uh, our new school that we're building up at Upper Station, uh, Liberty Creek, and uh, that will be, when it's done, it's going to be a complete uh, K-12 campus with athletic fields, uh, amphitheater type thing out in the... Uh, Do you think that could be a model for, for schools around the state? In the, the I, I guarantee it will well. be. I guarantee it will be. When it's... When it's we, we, and I say we, I'm giving credit uh, to Dr. Dale Phillips and his team uh, and the yeah, school we board. we were talking a month or two ago about, you know, the all the high-tech stuff they're putting in the LED lighting. The, it, it's going to be, in a weird way, less to run. When it opens up, it will be the nicest, most efficient school in the state of Tennessee. And I promise that schools, uh, eventually when it's completely done, again, it'll be K-12. Um, and so, you know, this is something we can be proud of because schools, everybody jockeys for position. They want, they need help and, and they may need roof things or air conditioning and all, they all need it. But, <clears throat> you know, it sounds like you're saying, look, come out to this. When this thing opens up and we have our open house, just come out and be proud of it. 
Because every time we open a new one, it gets better and better and better, hopefully. That's, yeah, it, that's the case. Now, let me say this also about our commission and what we've done with our existing schools. Uh, in right after the 14-15 elections, we budgeted a, what ended up being probably about 85 to $90 million and did improvements on every school building we have. Now, it was different for each one. One school building over here might might have needed new windows and a roof. Uh, numerous built buildings because of the growth we expanded on uh, Station Camp, Gene Brown. But it hasn't gotten ignored. It wasn't just pushed aside. And you don't have to look maybe more than a county over to see exactly the issues when people just neglect it. Exactly. I, the 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 parents uh, and the businesses that understand schools and education is the economic driver of an area. Uh, there's. I mean, I know other counties, I won't even mention them, get a lot of, of uh, uh, mention for schools, but Sumner County is always in the top one, two, or three, and you can be proud of that big time. And it's not just the physical facilities, too. We talk about those, but there's a lot you know, more to that, including staff. Oh, oh staff. The employees, the teachers, and, and the students. Yeah, we got 40. And the boosters and all that stuff. We got... Uh, each school has such sport, it's unbelievable. But uh, uh, you mentioned the employees. There's about roughly 4,500 employees in our school system. It's the largest employer, obviously, in, in the whole county. Um, and, and you're right. It's, it's the, uh, it starts at the leadership, but we've got the most unbelievable principals uh, and, and teachers and, and all the way back to the cafeteria. Uh, and, I mean, you name it, 4,500 employees that make Sumner County shine. Well, yeah, not that we need to dwell on schools but i mean there are definitely schools that got caught flat-footed that weren't ready to adapt as quickly and <clears throat> you didn't hear boo about sumner yeah i mean they got it going quick and uh, it did now I, I will say this we had uh, uh unforeseen unplanned uh, uh good situation so to speak meaning our spring break kicked in right when ev everybody was figuring out do we shut down what do we do and, and there was no um responses from the state uh at that time no direction and uh so we went right into spring break and in that spring break dr phillips and his team figured out within a week's time hey here's how we're going to tackle this so so we were we were probably I, I would bet we were number one in the state of preparedness yeah and that was great timing i i do remember that and um you know there was at the beginning of spring break everybody thought they were coming back and then by the end you're like whoa this is way different than we thought yeah and uh and those decisions were made and implemented and off to the races. Yeah, the, the saddest part this about is it. the weekend of uh, today, the last day. I think at Davidson it is, or the, Williamson or something. Yeah, well, the saddest part is they're not, they're not going back, and, and your, your, heart, uh, yeah. your, your heart goes way out to these seniors that didn't get to do a typical graduation, prom. And, and, and we're uh, talking Vol State as well as high school. Exactly. And, you know, college and high school. Exactly. And, uh, and, and we have union. Uh, you know, we have, we have a lot yeah, of schools here. Exact, yes, uh, you know, exactly. Welch. Yep, I don't want to leave them out. That's yeah. exactly right. <clears throat> okay, so uh, what what's between now and the end of the year look like? We've got a couple minutes left. What do you think will you'll be able to accomplish as a commissioner? Well, we're we're right now starting our go back and meet face to face uh, uh, with social distancing and and and, and masks. So uh, we're in the process of getting ready to uh, finalize our new budget for the year. 
uh, and we're working on the courthouse uh, project along with the, which will be a $100 million project. and Did we'll that change. project get delayed at all during this? At all? No. No, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Con the folks that are doing construction and, and working on a construction site are, are some of the busiest uh, that are out there beside the health care workers and first responders. I mean, uh, there's not a construction site, school site. Um, now, we're in the beginning phases uh, of the uh, courthouse, and it's still questionable how fast that's going to go, but it's it's underway. I mean, we're... Um, Can't stop now. No, no. <laughs> And it, it, it will be it will be an unbelievable well, thing. Be another really cool thing. That, you know, we've got a couple of those. When all those things open up. It's going to be pretty exciting. Sumner County is changing hugely, obviously population-wise, um, and if all for the better. Uh, Gallatin is on a great uh, path. Uh, that courthouse is going to change downtown in Sumner County for for 50 years to, or 80 years to come. Yep, and uh, they're doing big data. You know, they're trying to make data their sort of their cornerstone. Oh yeah, there, there's going to be a huge Facebook, and that's going to be a huge, huge taxpayer and uh, uh, winner for Sumner County, and especially Gallatin. Well, we're going to need it yeah. after all of this. I'll yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Paul Good, thank you so much for taking the time and yeah, thank you for having with me. us this morning. It was great to get to know you. And uh, you guys, uh, you know, still got a lot of work to do for the rest of the year. And let's see if we can get through this and have a, a uh, united Sumner County, even with uh, all the weird new normal going on. I'm with you, 100%. Thanks for having me. <laughs> all right, come back anytime. That's uh, Sumner County Commissioner Paul Good this morning. And uh, also, uh, we appreciate our first guest today and uh, from the health department, Hal, and, uh, and everybody. And we're going to see everybody back here next Sunday morning, like we do every Sunday at 10 a.m. on Sumner County Spotlight with some more local guests and dignitaries and uh, business owners, things like that. Looking forward to it, and we appreciate the sponsorship of F&M Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard for their continued support, and at myfmbank.com if you'd like to check them out. We'll see you again next Sunday morning right here on WHIN for Sumner County Spotlight. Sumner County Spotlight has been brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, or even home mortgages, FNM Bank can provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.